It mess. looks like you have a wig on top of your wig. <laughs> I do. You got a different wig on your wig. I just like the movie Royal Blue. I have a wig on top of my wig. Red wig and royal wig. The royal wig. We should talk about the wigs. <laughs> oh, remember when I said I had a plan of attack? We're starting with the wigs. Uh, well, we're starting with the intro. Hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Superlit Podcast. We're going to talk about wigs. Wigs. Interesting. <laughs> there we go. Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books and movies about the LGBTQIA community. Hello, Sophie. Hi. Oh, you you cut out because you, the volume <laughs> spiked. I peaked the microphone. Me? You? Me, I did it? That's <laughs> Me? shocking. Peaking first of all, that's shocking. You? <laughs> Apologies. Yeah. This is the first time it's ever happened in my life. Um, so yes, this week we are talking about Red, White, Royal Blue, the movie from Amazon Prime, uh, which was originally a book by Casey McQuiston. Is that mm-hmm. the, okay. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, mm-hmm. always think that's wrong when I'm saying that, which we read back in, I think 2019 slash like the beginning of 2020. I think it was like January of 2020 that we read this. Yeah. We really, um, started <laughs> off strong. The, the the book brought some emotions. Um, and yeah. uh, so the things that I would like to talk about today, um, the differences between the book and the movie, um, mm-hmm. the casting, and also, <laughs> not for nothing, I, we need to address the wigs. We can start off with the wigs real quick. I, as a person who has once worn um, hair hats as some of my queen friends call them the wigs in this movie were uh a choice they were um someone's choice someone decided to do this they yeah. said here's 45 dollars that's your budget um figure it out oh um yeah the the wigs aren't great but only see the thing is i've grown to very trained in spotting when like a wig starts on an actor or an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because uh, sometimes it's easier to spot on people than others, I would say. Um, but I think that the wig that Uma Thurman is wearing, which is like a half wig. So she has like her, her hair out. And then at mm-hmm. a certain mm-hmm. point, a wig starts. That's there are scenes wear. where like she's turned <laughs> Mama, that's not blended. Nothing's blended. Blending costs money. Yeah. Um, Actually, let me look at the budget of this film. If that's the meanest thing I say this entire episode, that's that's it. Uh, I just wanted to start off with something funny because um, out of all of the, the things that I could clock, um, 
the wigs on some of the characters are just, I think, mean. <laughs> And uh, I made the joke when watching this that the actress that is in Love, Victor, who mm-hmm. is like Victor's friend after he comes out, he had dated her previously. They become like friends. And then in this movie, she is also the like queer person's best friend. And I was like, yeah, wait, is this actress only able to do this? Like, is she only getting casted for these roles? She's very talented. She's very, she's like so pretty. She's a good actress. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would love to see her in something that isn't specifically this role, but I think it's just a coincidence. But uh, yeah, I guess we can go into the casting uh, since I brought it up. Um, How did you feel about the casting of everyone? Um... Oh then, no! Well, okay, hold on. I'm gonna say something, and you might have to edit it out. But oh no, he the, the guy who plays Henry is the, king, the prince. The prince. He's the, he's very cute. Do you know but he's he actually an, royalty? Did you know that? Yes, that's where I'm going. Yes. Um. No, but he is extremely British face. Yeah. Um. And I couldn't stop like looking at the way his like face is structured. And then was really because I was looking at the way his face is structured, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, that too. Yeah, we were talking about his how his face looks, and then my friend started deep diving and looking up his um, his family history, and there were like the amount of blue names and and else other links on this Wikipedia page. But we were uh, jokingly like, <laughs> very much as inbred royal face. <laughs> I thought he was like very handsome. Uh oh. Yeah, but he has that like his brow is just a little big. He just it was it clicked. It really all clicked together. Um, I mean, they do make that comment, and he's movie. very <laughs> extremely British looking. Um, he's Russian royalty, if I remember correctly. Mm. Oh, even better. Yeah. Um, I think the casting for him was really well done. And I think the casting for um, Alex. Yeah. Um, I think that was like pretty Mm -hmm. good. They're both like very handsome guys. Um, I remember before the movie came out, people were like, oh my God, they have no chemistry. And I was like, I don't, I don't think you can like feel that necessarily from like a photograph immediately, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, um, I don't recall in the book, Alex being such a dude, bro. Yeah, um, absolutely. So like the, the choice of let's get into, I guess the differences of the book, the choice of Alex being a dude bro who is just figuring out that he's bisexual as opposed to it being like an established thing that he's also like lightly a man whore. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt like kind of took away from the buildup of like why Henry didn't want to like be out and date him. Yeah. And they kind of like nothing because they pulled that. Yeah. Because they pulled that from the movie. Um, it, it kind of, it didn't give like that enough um, of an explanation. It was just like him saying it was kind of like a coming of age story, if you will about adults. But in the, in the books, like 
he knew that he was a queer person. It wasn't like a question. And then also like there's a, I feel like a throwaway line where like he says to that, that reporter that they're never sleeping together again. And I'm like, yes, wait, so are you, I mean, this, this happens to people all the time, but in the book, he's like an established queer person in the movie. He's just figuring out, but he's also like, Oh, I'm never sleeping with you again. And it's like, wait, are, I thought you just came to the conclusion that you might be bisexual when like talking to Henry, but you've also acknowledged that you have slept with this reporter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think the cadence of like that timeline is a little strange. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And I think that it is, it isn't a great like hit to the story um, that this character didn't get this like, um, this kind of background brought into it, it kind of seems like more fluffy, if you will, even though like the yeah. way that they fuck is not fluffy. Um, <laughs> the way they be throwing down, not fluffy. Um, the way their eyes cross. The way, the way that, um, yeah, no, it just, it, it was a little confusing to me um, with that. And I, I think it was uh, a shame that they did that for the story. I didn't, necessarily have like a problem with the story otherwise for the movie Mm -hmm. there were some other differences like alex is supposed to have like a sister who is supposed to be friend like it's supposed to be alex his sister and the vice president's daughter they're supposed to be like Mm -hmm. the trio that like help get alex's mom reelected. like it's supposed to be like all three of them like working together and I think that because this is, it was just a movie as opposed to like just the 10 episode, one season, one shot situation. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, or even five episodes. I think that could have done this a better hand. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think the main critique I've been seeing on the internet is that people thought it should be a mini series instead. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, it would give you a chance to actually like flush out the characters, which like, I don't think. I don't disagree that it could be a miniseries, but I think it could have been a movie perfectly fine. It was paced extremely strangely. Yeah. But I think it was paced the way the book is. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way a romance book is paced does not necessarily fit well into, like, a movie structure. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, like, the first chunk of the book, you're kind of, like jumping through like time like there's like months between scenes and stuff and you kind of like have like a really long time where they're like separate because it's just like they're like texts to each other yeah and like phone calls and stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know so i thought that that was like we probably could have adjusted something there yeah i mean i so i had a good time reading the book and i think that this is the first instance in a long time in which Mm -hmm media that I have consumed has been turned into other media that I have then consumed. And I have gone, mm-hmm. wait a minute, this isn't what I expected it to be. And it's not like me dragging the movie. Um, I thought the movie was very sweet. It was what? 90 minutes. Yeah. It was, it was pretty short. It was pretty, I think that's what it was. If it was like a little bit longer, but like also a tight 90 is great. Um, I think that's your catchphrase, as a tight 90 mm-hmm. for movies. Love a tight 90. Yeah. yeah, there we go. There it is. Um, I think because I enjoyed the, the book with some caveats, of course, um, mm-hmm. I, 
I expected the movie to kind of like fit my experience with the the book, but that's just like not a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that like I've watched with you that you have read the like the book or the com- whatever of mm-hmm. other than Nimona, which I think is your like a like S tier for you for like comic into movie. I'm like scrolling through my brain to see. Because the only other thing that, like, you reacted really well to that I've watched with <laughs> you was the 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 flat share. Oh yeah, that was brilliant. You had heart eyes the entire time. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's such a good book, and it was so it was captured very well. See, like that. So that you had read the how many books is it? Just one. It's just one book. Yeah. You. This is a novel. You read that, and then you watched uh-huh. the TV show, and you were like, "Oh, this is amazing." Uh huh. And. I don't think I recall you. I mean, I'm sure you had notes, but I don't recall you being like, oh, I have some notes. I can't wait to talk to you about this. Well, I, I mean, it's not a one-on-one comparison. Well, I guess, I mean, it is. It was a miniseries. So it was like kind of given yeah. the space. But Oh, I just meant in terms of like media that you've consumed that is like. No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it that did a very good job of making adjustments. And I think it definitely missed some things. Mm-hmm. But it definitely like it made adjustments to fit the format better. Like just, it's like a different form of media. So it should Mm -hmm. be adjusted without it, like losing the spirit of the, like the original work. Mm. I guess. Yeah. I think for this, I think I was just disappointed with Alex's character changing in the way that it did. Um, Yeah. I think I forgot that in the book, like Henry isn't as flushed out as Alex because it's from, Alex's perspective, correct? Pretty much entirely, yeah. Yeah, so I forgot, I think because I, like, having watched it, I'm like, oh, Henry isn't as, like, flushed out of a character um, until mm-hmm. really the end. And, like, in the book, I do recall, like, Henry, like, explaining, like, the minute that he was like, oh, fuck. Um, and it was before, like, the New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. which was like expo- in the book, it was like a huge turning point for them in general going from like frenemies to like, Oh wait, we have feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the movie scene was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it definitely, I mean like that happens in a romance in romance books all the time, but that's because you're like, okay, get, like I don't care about the buildup. Like I know they're mm-hmm. getting together. So just get them there. Yeah. Like it's like excusable, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, okay, we need like a little bit more. Like you can't just have that. Ha- that's this is a yeah. lot. I don't know. It was definitely like, I think paced and budgetarily, uh, extremely similar to like a, a Hallmark kind of Christmas movie, which a, I a client at work love. today literally just referred to it as that because I was talking about it, and he goes, it "Oh, is this the, the Amazon Hallmark gay movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, no." And then I That's thought about correct. it, and I was like, "Wait, yeah, yeah." It is. It is pretty. Which like is only disappointing because like the build up to this has been so long and so like, I guess like. I don't know, maybe just the sphere I'm in, but I feel like people have been talking about it pretty much. It's been publicized a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been a lot of articles about it, like through the process, not even just like Mm -hmm. reviews after it's come out. And then it was kind of just like a Hallmark movie, which is like fun. And still like, okay, this like kind of matches the tone because it's just like a stupid romance. Mm -hmm. But like, 
I don't know. I was like, oh, okay. I was kind of expecting like a higher budget, like yeah. movie, movie, like just some, I don't know. Some of the shots I was like, okay, well, they're clearly on a set there. Yeah. They're not at their green screened into like an outdoor space here. Like mm-hmm. I could tell, oh, there's only two extras in this whole scene and everything else is a paid actor or sorry, has dialogue. Okay. So you don't have a lot yeah. of background actors. Like there's like small things that are like trademarks of Hallmark movies yeah. because it's like an easy way to cut corners qu- quickly in your budget. I will say that in terms of the editing, I was impressed with the the scenes where um, in terms of like the audio production, mm-hmm. um, I'm really flexing right now. Oh my God, the audio production. Um, the audio production when um, Alex is sitting in bed and they're having that phone call. First of all, mm-hmm. I liked that in the background, like behind Alex on his like night, uh, his night table, his nightstand. nightstand. I was like, what is the word on his mm-hmm. nightstand? His phone is on, and you can see that it's on speakerphone. So, like, that's, like, a nice mm-hmm. touch because I feel like so many times when I watch television or movies, whatever, it's just, like, a blank screen, just, like, off. And it's, like, oh, I'm talking into this thing right now. And it's, like, there's nothing mm-hmm, going on mm-hmm, on the screen mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I thought that was a nice touch. But I also liked the the audio that they mixed for Henry when he's speaking for part of it is, like, through a phone. Mm-hmm. So I did like that, and I liked that. I, I like the, the editing text. in that scene a lot. Yeah, the text that like would pop up on the screen when they were texting, and they would mm-hmm. do like the voiceovers. I thought was really nice. I always like how creative teams get with um, like text dialogue that like shows up on a screen. Um, I always get upset when they don't actually show it when they're like, "Oh, here's like the top corner of an iPhone," and like there's a text that happened, and it's like jarring to the character or whatever, and they don't show mm-hmm. what it is. Um, I really like that they showed it. I do think that the two actors had, like, in my opinion, like pretty good chemistry. Like, I I thought that they were maybe because I just thought they were both handsome, but I thought that they like had pretty good chemistry. I will say the one sex scene, um, Evan Ross Katz posted like the a, like a screen grab of like before they have sex, and um, <laughs> Alex is like, "Well, I've never done this before." <laughs> And mm-hmm. Henry's like, well, I went to an English boarding school, so you're in good hands. And I'm like, what? 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 Excuse me? Yes. Um, I just, I just, I forgot that, A, the book is incredibly horny, um, in my opinion. As opposed yes. to like the other books that we had read at the time, I, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't no. expect it to be an, a, like a lightly more adult book. It's fully, uh, yeah, it's fully like a romance novel. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just like what I forget that romance novels are like that, um, that aren't like YA novels. And I just, I, I completely for, forgot that that's like how the book was. Um, but I, th- I thought there were like some pretty funny like one liners in there, but the sex scene, um, I feel like, in terms of like mainstream media and a thing that mm-hmm. isn't rated like MA, like some, whatever. Um, I'm trying to recall the first time or like recently a time where I saw like two guys having sex in a TV show or a movie that wasn't like a Netflix TV show that was like incredibly raunchy. Um, they slash that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Honestly, yeah, I mean, and that, like, that was a lot. This movie's rated R. 
Wait. First of all. Wait, red, white, and royal blue is rated R? It's rated R. And they didn't. Because they say the fuck word multiple times and there's like allusions to sex. I will there's say. There's nudity. The, is there nudity? Do we see a butt? Um, You see chest. Um, The boys are kind of naked in their underwear. Right. That's like underwear. I don't think we saw like a, a booty. Um, if only we had. Um, that baffled by that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't think I, I thought this was PG-13. It's rated R, apparently. Huh. They do say the fuck word a handful of times. <laughs> and I know that like in PG-13 movies, you're only allowed to say it once, I think. Yeah. Unless you like petition or something and you can maybe say it twice. Mm-hmm. But um, that's the only thing. Rated R for some sexual content, partial nudity in language. I can kind of see that. I think, uh, I mean, for a rated R movie, that sex scene was pretty tasteful. Um, the the one actual sex scene, the other the other scenes where um, there are BJ's that happen. I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. just BJ's. Yeah, the thing that you I'm just so did. Right, no, no, I'm good. reading the oh, no. like descriptors. I love doing this on IMDb and reading descriptors of like what the ratings are for. Uh-huh. And sex and nudity, moderate. A few scenes depict kissing and some mild sensually filmed tastefully and respectfully without any nudity. One brief scene with non-sexual male buttocks nudity. Oh, there <laughs> must have been. Profanity, mild. The F word is used multiple times. Alcohol and drugs and smoking. Instances of characters drinking, getting drunk. Few people seen smoking, cigarettes and one cigar. I love <gasps> these. A single cigar. So that's, so that's what really set them over. One cigar. <laughs> I guess there is a butt shot. I think it's Henry's. Probably. Is um, it when he's like running out of the bed when Zara is coming? Finds oh, maybe. Them? I mean, I it's not the that, that polo scene where they zoom in on the ass where it's like, that are you scene hungry? was disappointingly short because I remember it being like a lot in the books and it was great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm talking a lot this episode, but I, I had a fun time watching it. I think I'm glad that we gave it a few days to like sit and let it like sink in so we could talk because I think if we had done it right afterwards, um, Mm -hmm. I probably would have just been like a jumbled mess. Yeah. But like, what are, what are your thoughts about things for this movie? I think that I probably, I have like similar thoughts, but like, I mean, it was cute. It was, it was like a cute, dumb, like rom-com. It wasn't anything like groundbreaking. I don't think. Mm Mm-hmm. But it was like that's what I liked about it. It's just kind of like fun and stupid. Yeah. And like there should be more of those with queer movies, just like fun and stupid ones. Yes. That um, have the same uh, like a same amount of budget. I know that like some of the editing was like kind budget. of Yeah. I mean like I feel like certain green screens like situations are just like not good in general. But like it's almost never good. Yeah. But I mean in in certain instances, like what can you do, I guess? Um mm. but uh, especially with like a movie too, I feel like sometimes the budget doesn't go into the green screening. Mm-hmm. Um, there was good editing in the in the movie, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I feel like even when I've watched TV shows like Scandal, they don't do certain shots at the White House because then mm-hmm. you'd have to do like crazy green screening, which mm-hmm. is like what they did in that one scene where Alex and his father are sitting at the, I guess, the back of the White House. And they show, yeah. like, the greens. Um, yeah. They should have just left it as a green screen, because it would have <laughs> looked more realistic. 
screen. Yeah, just screen, screen. Screen. Yeah. Screen, screen. I think it had the same problem that the book had where it was uh, extremely like over idealistic mm-hmm. and like, like progressive and like kind of a condescending way at this point in our current history. <laughs> and also it did the same thing the book did where like you have the main, the main, I mean, there's like this plot's happening in the whole book, like, but you're there because you care about the boys. You're, mm-hmm. You care about the boys and what the boys are going through. Yeah. They go through all the stuff they go through. We have an extremely emotional, like, uh, high, uh, high emotional uh, climax. And mm-hmm. then they're like, okay, we did it. And then it's like, next scene, election night. And you're like, oh, it's still, movie's still going. We've got, we've got to finish that part up too. I forgot that there's a plot that's happening. <laughs> forgot that there's a, a plot that revolves around the first female president of the United States. <laughs> That they didn't it's, really ever mention that she's the first female president of the United States. No, they didn't. They didn't bring that up a lot. But like, it just, I once again, the pacing was like a little funky. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What are you gonna do? Make a miniseries? I mean, I think it would have been better maybe as like a TV series. But I don't think that the like, I think Uma Thurman is in terms of American actors the biggest American actor name there. And then the person who played the King, you immediately recognized. I didn't. Stephen Fry. Yeah. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. sure I know who that is. Um, I yeah. know he's been in other things that I have watched. He's, I, just I mean, can't yeah. Recall what they are. He's a very beloved British actor. Yeah. So I feel Gay like British actor, maybe they wouldn't have been <laughs> attached to it. I feel like s- sometimes like TV shows don't get the same, like, Oh Yeah. I feel like I HBO can pull that. I think Netflix series, can a lot, but I feel like. Well, no, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm like really kind of disappointed that Amazon was the one that got the bidding rights for this because I feel like Netflix would have been better, better in someone else's hand. Netflix could have made it better. I, yeah. Hulu could have made it. Honestly, like anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um. What else was I going to say? Oh, another big change, which I thought was interesting, seeing as the Queen just died. Um. Mm-hmm. In the book, it was the queen that they had to answer to, and in the movie, it was the king. Mm-hmm. Well, they edit, they cut out the this like whole plot line because isn't there like a plot line with like an older? There's like a is he is he like a closeted gay person? He's a he's a governor or something that like Alex is friendly friendly with, who like worked with his mom when she was on a campaign, and then like he is like in Texas when Alex goes and spends time in Texas, maybe there is like a predatory elder gay man that they did not cast. Yeah. That they cut that plot line out. And I knew Stephen Fry was going to be in this movie. And I thought that's who he was going to play. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) Glad he glad that didn't happen. But yeah, I was, so I was surprised to see that he was the King. Yeah. I think that as, as, as uh, quick as I have been to say that uh, the certain casting things have been uh, weird to me, um, I think Stephen Fry did a pretty good job. I think that scene should have been bigger for them to have been using Stephen Fry mm-hmm. in that instance. Um, it felt like like really fast, um, and in the book, it's like a much longer not drawn out but it's like a huge scene for henry it's like a big deal 
And I feel like I don't want anyone to think I'm like shitting all over this movie because I had like a, a genuinely like nice time yeah. watching it. Um, I have been telling anyone who's been like saying anything about it um, on Instagram. I told James and Peter to read the book because mm-hmm. they both um, put something on Instagram about it. And I was like, please read the book. In my opinion, it is like the I'm I guess I'm now that person that's like, oh, the book is better. Um I've I've never really been that person. What does it feel like to be me? Um I don't feel great. Oh. Um I feel like I'm being mean. I don't think the book is better. <laughs> I think they're just like different. No, and also like you're not I don't think that you are the person that would be like, oh well the book was better. Like I don't think you that would was do me that in high if school. Someone I, you never even did that to me though. Like I feel like you got biased somehow. I was the person extremely pompous when I was a teenager. Never towards <laughs> me. Maybe because I was too busy being um, into myself. You dodged a bullet. <laughs> um, if we didn't go to high school together, that's maybe that's it. That's also true. Yeah, you didn't get the rain. The rain actually it was probably a lot worse. Like my freshman sophomore year of college. Anyway, well, I, I think that like the person that I'm talking about is like, oh no, you can't consume that media. It's terrible. Like, you have to read this, or like, no, the book is terrible. You only have to read the uh, like see the movie. I don't think you've ever done that, and you've never specifically like yucked my yum, which I hate that phrase, but like you know what I mean in terms of like things like this. Like mm-hmm. even I was actually surprised that you suggested that we watch this. Oh, really? Yeah, because I know... I was excited for it. I was in the room with you when we recorded the episode about the book. (laughs) And, like, granted, that was, like, a really stressful time, too. It was 2020. It was, like, peak Trump time. Um, Yeah, I was, like, not having a good time. Um, Which is understandable. This is, like, a very political book, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it does very little to actually address issues while trying to like create a fantasy mm-hmm. of like acceptance and like equality that like people would love to think we live in this world. So, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what like romance Hallmark things do though. No, exactly. So it like yeah. fit into this. I mean, so that like fit with the movie because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're in a fantasy land where these like, this prince and the president's son are going to date and it's going to be fine. And we just like the female president, we have a female president and her like biggest concern is not like hate groups that are trying to target her and threaten her life or like anyone else's. It's like the economy, like surface level stuff. It's Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a a different person than I was when I read the book. (laughs) I've changed. I think we're all different people. Yeah. We're all different people. We went through uh, it, a sounds, pandemic. it sounds like you just said I farted. I want you to know that. I know you said I've oh. hardened, but it sounds like you said I farted. I've hardened. I've farted since I've then. farted. Yeah, no, I think if you are to watch this movie, mm-hmm. do it in with a group of friends so that way... Maybe Jeff Bezos gets less money. But also at the same time, I hate saying that because I don't want other media like this to not get made. So this is like the one thing about like Amazon getting this production Mm -hmm. is that like, it's hard for me to say like, oh yeah, go out and watch this movie. Like I would love if you went out and watched this movie. So like more things like this do get made, even if it's just like a silly rom-com, which like honestly at at the end of the day, we have a lot of 
catching up to do in terms of like every kind of dumb Hallmark movie. I want every kind of dumb gay. I want the Prince switch. I want a Prince for Christmas. I want, um, I too want a Prince for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to think of all the other stupid Hallmark movies that I love. I want the one with a knight, but it's lesbians. Yes. Um, Ooh. Give me the actually. Vanessa wait Hudgens a minute. No, let's universe. go back to that. I need. Tell me more about the the night. The, the lesbian night for night. Christmas. Yeah. It's a it's a movie about a night from the lesbos the before mid- Christmas medieval era who time travels because a witch curses him because he says he'll never find true love and he gets thrust into the future and he meets Vanessa Hudgens and they fall in love. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's a Netflix movie that came out like two years ago. It's a Christmas movie. She, how many royal She's themed in- <laughs> things is she? It's also in? Um, meta because it like references the Princess Switch movies, which also reference a Christmas Prince, which is a different series of Netflix Christmas movies that have don't have Vanessa Hudgens in them, but they're canonically the same universe. But also in the Princess Switch, they watch a Christmas Prince or whatever on TV. It's a lot. I could, I could. I'm going to stop talking about this, but Oh my God. I think because also Hallmark movies and lifetime movies are historically very culturally conservative. Yeah. There is not a lot of like gay media in the, like the, the, the like shitty cheesy gay movies we have are like all of the weird movies from the mid two thousands that were on logo. It's like all of the like boyfriend movies Mm -hmm. and all of the like weird lampoon movies that are like, just sex comedies, which is yeah. also great, but it's not the same. No. Yeah, the... Yeah. What are they called? None of the gay movie is one of them. Mm. There's like a penis pump mishap in one of them. What happens on Degrassi? Oh my god, Does it? did his dick blow up? No, he just gets yeah, caught trying to use one. Yeah. Honestly, I, I still think you should go out and watch this movie. If anything, like, get a few friends together, so maybe we're not giving Jeff Bezos as much money. Um, if you like yeah. it, tweet about it, like share the media. Also, like Casey, I think wrote like the book is really well written in terms of like it's a, I want to say like one of the longer books that we've read. Mm-hmm. And I think if you are interested in this movie, I think you should read the book. I I had a, a nice time reading it. It did come out around like 2020 at the end of 2019, around that time. So it it is like a thing very much of the time i would say and the things that it references mm-hmm. but the characters are really interesting i had a, a nice time reading it with again with some caveats but i like casey's writing i'm very interested i want to read that um time traveling lesbian stuck in a subway car named desire what what is the um in case you miss me or what is it called one last stop yeah one last stop <laughs> in case you miss me uh-huh. Well, I kind of want to read that, but I also don't know. It sounds like it's like interesting, but also it's an interesting premise because it literally is. I think it is like a time traveling lesbian is stuck in a subway car. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. I think they're coming out with the third book, or they have a third book that is more like a high school like. Um, I kissed Sarah, Sarah Wheeler came out last year. Yeah. There we go. I think that's a like a YA style book. Like actually, why not like not like a uh, new adult? And then does one last stop have a movie rights? I guess like all books at this point, right? Like publishing is just yeah, kind of like probably. if you get a book published, 
a someone movie, has the rights to it. Movie rights are tied into the contract, but I don't think it's been like purchased by an actual specific production company or anything. I don't think there's like anything on the horizon. No, yeah. Not that I've heard. It probably hinges on like if this is going to do well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because what if it's us? That mo- that book by Becky Albertalli and uh, Adam Silvera. Mm-hmm. That like the movie rights for that were like done, and uh, nothing's happening with that. I think there's probably a lot of stuff that's not actually going to make it. Yeah, there's something that's something. Keep this to yourself. Um, was one Mason. Mason has a book coming. Has uh, wish you all the best is still on track though, right? Isn't that I like there's that's like casted so. and like yeah. being, like there's like set photos that that's yeah. like there's they're actually, actually filming happening. that yeah okay. there's a a character Ooh. in the season of Heartstopper that looks I feel like is like literally meant to be them uh, and Mason was like tweeting or Instagramming about it I remember that mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god interesting um, mm-hmm. I wonder how our favorite Gremlin is doing. Um, we should check in on them, but yeah, I, I think Casey is like a, a talented author and the way that like my brain doesn't work the way that they write. And it's just like, what, what are you going to come up with next time? Because I do think the premise of like a prince and like the president's son, uh, Mm -hmm. like falling in love with each other is like interesting and very hallmarky. And then mm-hmm. the, the subway car lesbian um, is like kind of funny to say aloud. Um, but I think that I would be interested in reading uh, more from Casey. I think they're a very good author mm-hmm. in terms of like, I think they're the style and the way that they write, I think is nice. It's very fun and quippy. The dialogue is usually like very, it's like very, um, Diablo Cody adjacent where it's like I don't think people talk like this in real life but it's very entertaining and I oh absolutely like I don't think like the yeah so some of the dialogue I was like this is pulled directly from the book I remember this scene so it felt like a little clunky where it's like this is like whimsical and whatever and it's like fun to watch but it's like you just have to have a little um suspension of disbelief because people don't talk like this no, it's kind of like um, when I've watched, I want to say, which show, when I've watched Scandal. Mm, um, okay. And like each, ca- there's always a character that's like, someone says something nasty to someone and they're like, well, actually, you know, I think the thing that's going on right now, and it's just like a, a, a tangent. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's at least like one an episode where um, Shonda oh. Rhimes really goes off. <laughs> um, it's like Carrie Washington. Saying- <laughs> yeah. It's like I was saying the other day while you're watching Suits, where yeah. I was like, this is not a critique of the thing you're watching, but it is merely like an observation of this genre where it's like, there was a scene where someone's like, well, if you don't do this thing, I'm going to have to call in blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. I've seen that line delivery in every single like uh, law adjacent show I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> like it's always that is like the line delivery. So it's very like, we're in this world and this is how we talk and you just like, that's just how it is. Yeah. I don't think I have any other thoughts. Do you want to talk about what was missing from the movie? Um, I do think that it could have stood to be like a little bit longer. I think that, uh, like I said before, the scene where like they, they confront the King 
about um, Henry wanting to come out. I think that is uh, like, that is like, that should have been bigger for me. I think if that makes sense, like it was a bigger scene in the book. It should have been a bigger scene in the movie. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the background characters that were like part of the book, like, I think that was actually missing. Um, Like significantly. Yeah. Because like I said before, his sister's missing which kind of breaks up the like the trio because they're kind of known as a trio in the book, him and his sister, and then the mm-hmm. vice president's daughter. Like that, that kind of relationship was missing, and it it, I don't know, like it felt like they were only like they hung out twice, mm-hmm. in uh, I feel like they only hung out twice in the movie, and in the book they're they're like constantly around each other. So I feel like that, like the the this like big friendship, which is like a, an important thing for Alex's character, is missing. And I think also like Alex kind of having like um a welcome to is it what is it like come to God moment? What is it welcome to, uh, what is it that, come to Jesus moment? Yeah, come to Jesus moment. He's like an established like sexually active person. I shouldn't say man mm-hmm. more. He's just like an established sexually active person. It's kind of like a big deal. That's like part mm-hmm. of his character. They kind of made his character more fluffy in a way that like it felt more like more hallmarky rom-com, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I feel like his character was kind of like developed differently and also was like straight douchebaggy bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where like Henry, I think was, I think Henry was exactly the way that I imagined him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would um agree. I would agree. What about you? What did you what did you think? I yeah, I think the same. The the, the they clearly s- tried to spend like a significant amount of time kind of like getting you to like these character the two leads and like mm-hmm. that relationship, but they did that m- not unsuccessfully. It's just, it's successful, but I think it could have been better and I also think that a big part of that was that they pretty much completely removed like the side characters, what you were saying. Like there's because at the beginning of the relationship, they spend so much time apart. You're pretty much processing their relationship through their conversations with the people around them. And that's just like fully removed from the movie. Basically. Like there's very few scenes with the side characters, even like what's his, uh, Percy. Is that one of his friends? Yeah, the that, that the, the guy that with? falls in love with the vice president's daughter. Yeah, yeah, like that. Um, he's introduced that once and he says hello. Is has like maybe one line of dialogue. It is like insane how minimized that is. It's awful. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they just like fully removed Alex's sister for fun. And because yes, um, they love to do that in movies, I don't know why. I need um. They did it in love the Love Simon movie too. I need to, I need a uh, some kind of study done on why book adaptations remove siblings as characters. Yeah, because they're not not important. Extremely common. Yeah, yeah. It's like you changing this this character that has a sibling that has like an established. They're not an only child you're changing them into an only child changes their like chemistry the way that they're made but maybe mm-hmm. i'm just being like a little pedantic about that but 
I think the one thing I I will say that was missing, but like hats off, hat tip uh-huh. was happy about it. Um, Donald Trump was mentioned in the book, but yeah. they referred to him as like the Cheeto Man or something. He uh-huh. was not mentioned at all in this. Wasn't that wonderful? Yeah, that was another thing that like threw me off in the book is they they used fictionalized political people and then they used actual literal political people who exist, actual like Republicans and stuff. And I was like, this is weird. Why am I reading these people's names in this book? So I'm glad that they made it more. I'm glad they didn't uh, include him. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like a normal Republican dude. Um, I will say I like the part where it's like Uma Thurman's like, oh, you like someone? He's not a Republican, (laughs) is he? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's like, that's actually kind of funny. No, that was good. That was good. That was cute. It was, there were some cute moments and I I did like it. I think it needed some adjustments, but like, you know, I'm always here to be critical of stuff. Doesn't mean didn't like it. I love to critique the things I love. So I would say. Exactly true. 8 out of 10. I was going to say the same thing, if not 8.5. Oh. oh. See, I was leaning between 7.5 and 8.5. I think, I'm going to be honest, I think if we were rating on a scale of, like, movie, generally, I would probably give it a 7. I'm going to give it the extra point, knock it up to an 8 out of 10, because mm-hmm. it's, um, I'm viewing it through a Hallmark lens. Yeah. I think that's also like if you're looking at it from like this is like very much like in the style of Har- Hallmark. Um, I think it's different than I'm trying to think of something else that is in the realm of like big queer rom com that's like a big movie situation. Um, and I don't want to say Love Simon. I know there's more. Um, is there? I don't think that so. Have come out recently. See, this is the issue that have come out recently. Yeah, that aren't like oh. Um, Fire Island, which I haven't seen. I'm so sorry. And Bros, which I also haven't seen. I'm less Bros is, I think, in terms of, like, um, the way that, like, Bros was pushed the same way that Love, Simon was in terms of, like, movie campaigning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bros did poorly. Yeah. Um, I think that is the closest thing to it in terms of timeline, in terms of big movies, like, released in, like, movie theaters. But because that's how they were pushing red, white, and royal blue, um, even though it's an Amazon release. But I think in terms of like the thing that it's actually closest to in terms of like released on a a streaming platform, I would Uh say that it's closest to Fire Island. Okay. I would love to watch. We should watch that actually. Yeah, I'm so down. End of summer. (laughs) We're just reviewing movies right now. Yay. Yeah. But yeah. I don't have, I don't think I have anything else to add. That's it. But yes, that's all we have for today. My name is Brandon Patrick. That's Sophie Green. We've been talking about both the book and the movie version of Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. And you've been listening to the Superlit Podcast. Outro music.